0: So be live, be live, let live. That's all. That's So why do you believe?
1: Cheer me up, babe. The condition Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Huh? Al Pacino. Al Here we are. Here we are. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Laura. And hello, dear listener. Hello. Welcome. Welcome back to Al Pacino. Um, oh, we hit a fucking... forgot about the preamble. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's fine. It- what, it's usually? fine. what do we usually <laughs> say? It's a podcast about Al Pacino. Um, it's a podcast about Al Pacino. A little bit more scattered this week, perhaps. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fine. This, this whole damn courtroom's out of order. <laughs> <laughs> Go right to fucking jail. Oh, God. Great, great. <laughs> um... Yeah, we're talking about Unjustice for All, which is a a, yeah. a movie. Um <laughs> Nineteen Seventy Nine, directed by Norman Jewison, yeah. yeah, uh of Moonstruck Fame. Yes. Is how I know him. Yeah which is crazy because he's directed so many movies. He's one of those guys that I just hadn't I like had never heard
0: his name before and then you like watch a couple of his movies and you're like, Oh, this guy's kind of like interesting and weird. Like yeah. I
1: don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's got such a diverse filmography. Yeah. It's really interesting. Like, you know, he's he's done this, and, like, he's done Fiddler on the Roof, mm-hmm. and he's done In the Heat of, Night. In the, Heat of the Night, yeah. and like, like, Moonstruck, like I said, yeah. like, it's, yeah, he's got a really, really diverse <laughs> filmography. Um, but uh, something I saw on, I was just, like, looking him up, and it was, like, he has addressed important social and political issues throughout his directing and producing career often making controversial or complicated subjects accessible to mainstream audiences. Yeah, I so can I see that, that, yeah. I guess, like, <laughs> you know, like, Nicolas Cage? Yeah, that's... You know, a, what if a, Nicolas Cage... That's an important issue that he made accessible to audiences. <laughs> yeah. What if
0: Nicolas Cage only had one
1: hand um, yeah. and no bride? He lost his hand, he lost his bride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Moonstruck we just, so Do you just talk about Moonstruck for, like, an hour? Like, I don't know. Honestly, yes, let's do it. no no we we both have i think we both have uh takes on this movie yeah so this
0: is so this movie is it's so al's playing a lawyer and it's kind of following him kind of uh figuring out uh not figuring out really but reaching his like desperation point with being a defense lawyer and how difficult it is and juggling all of this stuff and the tone of it is just
1: (laughs) (laughs) the tone is wild it oscillates it, it's so crazy like i felt like at some point like sometimes a scene would end and i would expect it to be like you know how like on shows like friends and like seinfeld they just like cut to like an like exterior shot of somewhere in the city and it's like but boom bam like a like, like it's like a little jazzy riff or something yeah yep. i yep. i kind of kept expecting that to happen at like the end of scenes and he's just going to like sit there like <sighs> like <laughs> and it's gonna be like do, 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 do. <laughs> It it's has such like like Frasier energy, like
0: it has yes. like real like like every <laughs> yeah. kind of scene of it is basically like a twenty minute episode of Frasier, like that's yeah, kind of it's so weird. But then also yeah. it's like very serious movie about like I don't know judge corruption and like the kind of <laughs> just, predi- like how terrible the American just uh, judicial system, system is. is. Yeah, exactly.
1: yeah, it's really strange. It's a murder... it it merges, like, I imagine kind of merges, like, the sort of two spheres of Jewison's career in a way. Mm. Like, it's this sort of, Mm. on one hand, it's this, like, loaded political, uh, you know, Legal drama, like courtroom drama. Well, I say it's a court. I was kind of expecting it to be more of a courtroom drama, but it's more sort of like the courtroom is quite incidental to everything else that happens in the movie.
0: Courthouse drama, rather
1: than yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like court adjacent drama. Like things happen near and around a courthouse, (laughs) not necessarily in the courthouse. Um, But yeah, it's merging kind of the more like serious political uh, side of his career with kind of comedy caper yeah. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so strange it's but i i i did it, i enjoyed it and but i felt weird about enjoying it because yeah. i was like i'm not sure if i'm meant to be enjoying this i'm yeah. like should this be making me think about the legal system kind of <laughs> It's kind of like incredibly okay, right. delightful, and then you're like, wait,
0: but this is also about like horrible things happening to like innocent mm. people and not innocent. You know, it's about horrible things happening yeah. to people, and you're like, oh, wait, is, should I be like. Like, I think with a different director and a different tone, this could be like a very serious, like mm. grim drama, like kind of like The Verdict, like that kind of vibe, but like. Yeah. It's not that at all, because. <laughs> <laughs> it's not! Because every five minutes it goes like. Doo, 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 doo,
1: and then you like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm Jeffrey like, Tambor's like throwing plates at people, and it's like it's so weird. And Al is just like like laughing because something ridiculous yeah. is happening. And I was like, I mean, I he's love like, this, but like, I know he's like seconds from like looking into camera and totally, being like, totally. what are you, what are you gonna do? Like, it's so weird. Oh my
0: god, this movie is so
1: strange. I really like it though. I enjoyed it even more this time yeah, than like yeah, previous Yeah, I did enjoy it. Like yeah. I said, I felt really strange about it. Tonally. I think we both feel strange about it tonally, but I did enjoy (laughs) despite being like consistently thrown off by it. Like (laughs) it would genuinely be like (laughs) it's him in a helicopter, like having a panic attack. (laughs) And then it's like, oh yeah, and like (laughs) people are also like dying and being killed thanks to the legal system and you're like, Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Can we get back to the like Helicopter capers. I
0: know <laughs> it's such a fast, and then like every so yeah. often something really horrible happens, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like what? Yeah, what is it's going really, on? really,
1: it's really, really weird. And I think it, uh, when I was watching it, I was talking to you about it, kind of in and out, yeah. and you said, uh, uh, "Like, uh, which is kind of like the perfect take on it, which is that this is the most like entering the '80s movie yeah. that I kind of I feel, it, or at least like it feels like that's." Kind of why the tone is so off because it's like totally. merging the sort of re- realist seventies sensibility with like heightened kind of eighties rumpiness. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. a really really strange merging of things, and it kind of it comes to the forefront. Very, it feels very obviously strange. I suppose <laughs> that's the thing because it's yeah, I it is.
0: It's it's either I mean like I don't even know what eighties movies I'm thinking of because I mean. There are certainly some 80s movies that have the kind of 70s sensibility, and, and like, you know, like even Ooh. Al's like late 80s stuff is kind of like a little bit grim and all of that kind of thing. But like, yeah. I'm thinking like John Hughes, which is not even at all what this vibe is, but I'm just trying to think of like <laughs> what,
1: what I'm like actually thinking of that it. Well, like an 80s. Mo- 80s what, like, what constitutes like an 80s movie for you? Yeah, well, I, I guess when I think 80s movies, I think like like the birth of the kind of like the Mac, like the birth of the blockbuster even though that's yeah. sort of earlier on than that like yeah. you know Star Wars is the 70s and uh, but it feels like that's kind of when that comes to like the forefront of the culture in a yeah. way and it becomes a lot more I suppose filmmaking or popular filmmaking becomes a lot more by the book and it kind of mm-hmm. feels like you know, you've got people coming up like ugh, I might like be completely off like timeline wise <laughs> here, but like you said, you've got John Hughes and you've got people like Joe Dante, yeah. and like that's kind of when I think eighties, I think of that kind of yeah. filmmaking. Maybe I'm thinking like but that's also, the future, and like yeah, I
0: don't know, just kind of yeah, like the sensibility is so unserious and it's so like in the in the like a complete reaction to the 70s right where the 70s are like everything Mm. is so like realist and I loved it I mean that's my taste but like and like you know bad things are happening to people and it's like all very kind of heavy and people are like Mm. internal and and then the 80s is just like oh man like everyone's got some disposable income let's like whatever like (laughs) yeah let's make ghostbusters I I don't know right Yeah. yeah
1: because you sort of you merge the 80s like film sensibility in your mind with like Reaganism. <laughs> I suppose that, yeah, yeah Reagan, like yeah. The, pic, the picture you have yeah, of the 80s, yeah. which is like neon and like warmers and like Stranger Things, cool, yeah, kind of. Yeah that sort of aesthetic 80s and yeah, there is something so like sitcom about this movie, yeah. which is, because it's all these kind of individual bit. like the, the actual kind of plot of the movie feels like it comes into place so late totally. in the movie, yeah, yeah. and I think that's kind of because he's like, putting it off, which is yeah, quite funny, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, if I had a job that I didn't want to do, I too would like, go to great lengths yeah. to delay it as much as possible yeah. but, yeah, it it almost feels like like Jewison's kind of not really interested in it either, which is no.
0: Yeah, I don't know what he's tra- what <laughs> weird. What is, I don't know. Like what he came to this wanting to make. Like I don't know if his if his purpose was, like, one good man in a bad system kind of movie, or if he mm. was actually trying to, like, make a statement with it, or if he was just like, this would be kind of a funny place to set a movie. I don't really know. I mean, mm. I've read, like, bits of him talking about it, but mostly just about him talking about Al, because the only books I have are about Al. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was saying to you, like, I think that this movie does have good politics, but I'm not sure if it does. Like, I think it's kind of, like, approximating. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: not sure. I can't decide I think it like I think at its heart it does like I think what it it believes in like good stuff yeah but I'm like I don't know if it necessarily translates very well yeah into or at least that comes across very explicitly I don't think Mm -hmm. it's because it's sort of I don't know I like I think it's just because you get so much tonal whiplash with it yeah the moments that are upsetting. Or meant, to, you know, are meant to be upsetting and are meant to be, like, you know, uh, indictments of the system, you know, mm. especially with with the Ralph character, which is, like, a really, really yeah, upsetting yeah. plot line. Like, every time that was kind of on the screen, like, that was being played out, I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, like, this is really yeah. bad and horrible and, like, you know, a good depiction of the kind of people who are really put through this system, you know, mm. in a way that is traumatic and tragic mm-hmm. and but then it's like oh but you know <laughs> now he's like h- uh, hanging out with with his grandpa at least so but it's so weird it's so weird. It's really weird and so i can't decide whether i think it's politically good or not because i'm like well if it if it was then it, it kind of feels like a movie that was like cobbled together from two movies yeah. like somebody was making like a really serious Slice of life courthouse drama, and somebody was making like a, almost like a kind of, I don't know how, uh, this is really unfortunate that this is the only reference point that's coming to my, the front of my mind right now, but like a Nashville kind of like, hopping around, like learning about all these different stories about these different people, like in this one place, Mm. you know. Nashville's not really a total comparison <laughs> at all, but that's for some reason like the only kind of like a big broad ensemble yeah, yeah, drama, yeah. I suppose. Because uh, oh, there are a lot. there
0: are a lot of characters in this, and as much as Ali's the main character, like uh, like there are plots for like each of the <gasps> each of the kind of B characters.
1: Yeah, you could you could kind of easily see this movie like. With the Staria cast being, like, you know, about, like, a team of lawyers, you yeah. know, going up against, like, a shitty system and, like, getting into scrapes, you know, because he's, like, Al has the relationship with the, like, investigator and he's got his partner and he's got his partner's friends and, like, they're all kind of, they all exist in this, like, little sphere and you kind of. Yeah, like I said, you can kind of imagine this movie with, like, more stars of the 70s and 80s kind of, like, goofing around, having little, like, B-plots, but... I think it's a, it, it's a TV show. I yeah. think that's
0: what it is. Yeah. I just yeah. think it's a TV yeah. show. Like, I think that that's maybe the mistake that they made. Like, like, and I'm almost always someone who's, like, just make a movie instead of a TV show. But, like, <laughs> yeah. this has such, such TV show energy. It has such, like, everyone yeah, should get their really own does. episode to do something fun. Like, Al's maybe the main character, but, like, like, a kind of, yeah. I don't know, I've actually never seen Law and Order, so I have no idea what the tone of Law and Order is. But, like, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Like, I think Law and Order yeah. is much more on the side of the law than this movie is. But, um <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, that yeah, kind of, like, true. I don't know, just, like, a kind of workplace kind of comedy, but with some interesting stuff happening in it. Like, I would watch that show, like, sure. Yeah. But but yeah,
1: it's, as a movie, it's just yeah. like, what is happening? <laughs> like Yeah, I just don't, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I know that we just keep saying that but it really is strange and I I kind of like I had a bit of a look around because I was sort of like maybe this is the kind of movie that's the result of like studio interference yeah like some guy coming in and being like this thing's got to have more jokes you know like we're not gonna get people in if this isn't you know
0: it does feel like it was almost recut from a
1: drama yeah, and they, like I right? did jazzy yeah. music, and like <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, yeah, exactly, like a like a romantic subplot because somebody was like, "Well, we gotta we gotta get a girl in there," yeah. you know. It's so like, but I wonder if that's also like as weird. Just, I
0: was just about to say because Jewson is like a like an '80s filmmaker, but he's not because in the heat of the
1: night is like '60s. So yeah, fiddler Fiddler is the set like early '60s, '70 '72. Fiddler '70s, I think. Is it? Is it? It's seventy one, so yeah. we're both kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, no, so he's not, so I don't know why why that but that's kind of the feeling that I have that like he's the kind of filmmaker who's like, this is how you make movies and yeah. you've gotta get these like these like kind of constituent parts in there. But he's not because I mean Moonstruck is also insane. Like I love yeah, Moonstruck. Yeah, Moonstruck, Moonstruck is is a, a better movie than this by a, quite a long way. But like
1: Yeah. And Moonstruck kind of does the same things that this does in terms of, like, cutting between kind of all these little plot lines. you That's know, Because you've true, got, yeah. like, you've got Cher, but you've also got her parents, and you've got, like, the neighbourhood guys, and it's, there's more going on in terms of the plot. Like, there's, you know, these kind of For spread
0: approaches. out storylines.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it is, it really is a movie that feels like there are, like, 20 things going on, and I can't decide on which one. It yeah. wants to focus on. It's yeah. It's quite a quite a stressful viewing experience for that reason because you're like, what do I need to be focusing? on? Yeah, yeah. But hey, hey, Maddie, how did I get? I was into about this to movie? say, should we should we take a <laughs> step back and be like, what happened Please. here? Yeah, how did he get here? So, because this yeah. feels like the most broad thing mm. that he's been in. Mm-hmm. This feels like this could have kind of... It doesn't feel like a Pacino movie to me. It no. feels like he kind of just, like... He's so you know. charming
0: in it, though. This is like, we, I mean, he's pretty good. One of, he's pretty good. It's one of my favourite Pacino movies just because it's like... He gets to, like, laugh with people and, like, have a nice time. And I'm like, wow, I love to watch my friend <laughs> Al Pacino like, have a nice time. Um... <laughs> But no, I mean the, actually the, the like journey to this is really interesting, mostly because of something that he was working on before um, mm-hmm. he ended up doing this movie, which is uh, Born on the Fourth of July. So he was about oh, sure. to make Born on the Fourth of July, and so Marty Bragman brought brought the film to him like after reading Povic's autobiography, I guess it is, and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, brought it to him. Got kind of funding, got some interest in it. Oliver Stone did a rewrite of the script that was originally like great. Al even met with Kovic, he like grew a moustache, he like got all into the kind of, into the vibe, and I like read differing accounts, but maybe William Friedkin was involved and maybe not, like there seemed to be kind of, he was either involved in the no. script or he was kind of like considered to direct it or something, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, uh, he, while he was, while he was working on this, he turned down Coming Home, the, um, who directed that, is that Hal Ashby? I think it's Hal Ashby, with Jon and and Jane Fonda, and then he also turned mm-hmm. down Days of Heaven. Um, which oh, went wow. to Richard Gear in the end and then uh, yeah he like showed up to a meeting with Kovic and had shaved his moustache and Kovic was like okay like it's not happening like,
1: <laughs> goodbye clearly,
0: clearly Al got cold feet and, yeah. and that's what kind of ruined his relationship with Marty Bregman because Bregman had put like a million dollars like more than a million dollars of his own money into it and as much as like, they were struggling a bit to get funding like someone dropped out all of this kind of thing but like everyone said if Al had like held on to that, they would have still made the movie, like because he was mm. the, the draw to it, and he really just kind of didn't want to do it anymore, for whatever oh. reason. And yeah, so then his relationship with Bregman kind of broke down, and it was already kind of on its way out, but then that was kind of it for them after that, uh, which is maybe partly why he starts making some, uh, a little bit more interesting <laughs> choices after this point. That's um, very generous. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess... Cruising is maybe not an not an interesting choice, but then the movie ends up being kind of a disaster for him. Like, mm. that's the kind of thing that you would expect mm. him to have made with Bregman. But anyway, um, mm. this is also when he broke up with, well, he and Marta Keller broke up. I don't know who broke up with him, oh, sure. but yeah. Right. So it seems like he's kind of going through it a little bit or like figuring some <laughs> stuff out.
1: But there's not yeah. a huge amount about yeah. this movie kind of out there because I think it kind of like came and went. Um, yeah. Like I said, I went to look it up because I was like, maybe there's like studio stuff going on here. Like maybe there's somebody, you know, somebody who was involved that wanted things moved around. Mm-hmm. But like, no, got a couple Oscar nominations. Yeah, I mean,
0: he got nominated. Um, yeah. This is also the same year that um, Dustin Hoffman wins for Kramer versus Kramer, which I'll turn <laughs> down so um (laughs) dustin he's back i do also want to just like make a a statement on dustin hoffman because i have been watching a lot of um, this is my i'm gonna like read a formal statement yeah a prepared notice No, just because i've been i actually have been like getting into his movies like in the last couple of months and he's like really great. Like he's not a good person, but <laughs> great actor. So like Yeah, I
1: thought... he's I, I like him as an actor very much, especially this kind of earlier yeah, stuff. Yeah, you
0: know exactly. So yeah, so just um, sorry to Dustin well, not sorry to Dustin Hoffman because he's he's sorry of shit, to Dustin. But Huffman. but sorry to, to Just Dustin Hoffman's performances in the sixties and seventies, which are good.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry to Dustin for being an enemy of the PS <laughs> yeah.
0: Um but yeah, I mean, I also think Dustin Hoffman would have been kind of fun in this, actually. They should have swapped, maybe. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so what I have some notes about, yeah, like Norman Jewison talking about, yeah, so there's, I have a note about like, Al oh, talking about Norman Jewison, and I can't find, oh, okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> so he's saying, uh, talking about Norman Jewison, and he says, Jewison was different from anybody I had worked with before. The thing I like most about Norman is that you get a sense of his involvement. He's constantly with the movie. He broods about it which I think is also how Al does stuff, yeah. right? Like, there's, there's also some quotes about, like, Strasbourg talking about Al, and about how he kind of just, like, completely assumes the identity of whoever he's playing, and just, like, lives as that person, and, like, I could see him kind of enjoying a director who also does that, but I don't know if that makes mm. a good director. Like, I don't know if that's, that, the product of that kind of obsession is, like, necessarily always, like, a great movie. Like, is it, and also I feel the same way about his performances, like, that's something that Strasbourg was saying, like, that to be so good at what he does and to be so immersed in it has to be a burden. Mm. I can't like and that's also kind of what I feel about like later on. I mean, Jewison also said that acting is Al's life. Like that's that's his whole life. That's all he talks about. And I feel like when he kind of gets less good at it is when he has more of a life kind of like outside of it, which is like good for him, but also yeah. kind of it's interesting that that he has to put so much of himself into it. Mm. To be good at it, and it's like the, the the his method and the way that he works means that it's so draining, and so much of his life has to go into it. Even for this one, when he like he like gave his friend legal advice because he like forgot that he wasn't actually a lawyer. <laughs> and then it's like him and Strasbourg like playing off each other, like both offset, still acting as their characters, yeah. and like calling each other
1: like Grandpa and and <laughs> Arthur and stuff. And it's just like, oh my god, that's so funny. I find it so. I find it so funny that he's like, yeah, I'm going to get this guy who taught me how to act to pay- play my grandfather and mentor. Yeah, like, yeah, it's so- yeah. Oh, Al. Like, he really is bringing it all, you know, I with know. him all the time. <laughs> Bless his <I> heart. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like an, like an open, I don't know. Like, I just feel like he's yeah.
0: just... I don't think he has an understanding of how, like, obvious it is when he does stuff like this. <laughs> like It's just like... <laughs>
1: my god it's like when a friend like has a crush on somebody and you're mm. with them and you're like and they're like am i being obvious and you're like yes <laughs> like this is the most obvious thing in the world you're acting completely differently to how you normally act but like they don't know yeah like there's no like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah bless, bless his heart yeah it really is so obvious and like you said the fact that as he kind of as his like life becomes more of a thing uh, you know his his life outside of his work becomes more of a thing that he kind of veers off track. Yeah, yeah. It just feels so unhealthy. Like it feels like such a bad way to live. I know. To just like not have this off switch. Like sorry to Lee Strasberg, who clearly has coached many excellent actors, but I'm like, I don't think this method works, man. It, like I don't think it it's seems like, very stressful cause... and upsetting. Yeah. It's also about not to like
0: Go back to Dustin Hoffman, but I just watched Marathon Man the other day and I was reading like the the best thing ever, which is Olivier like turning to him in one of oh. their scenes and being like Have yes. you tried acting?
1: Like maybe you should do that. <laughs> An amazing <laughs> anecdote. It may or may not be true, but it is wonderful. <laughs> Whoa, but it's just
0: like that's the thing, it's like as much as this maybe does produce like incredible performances, you can also get incredible performances by not doing yeah. it. And this sounds yeah, incredibly
1: yeah. draining and difficult, so like yeah.
0: maybe, yeah. maybe like, that's,
1: I don't know. Yeah, that's the reason you get amazing performances out of people who've never acted before. Like, Yeah, yeah. And from, yeah, like there doesn't have to be you know yeah, all this labour. Yeah. It feels so, you know, and it's not like, you know I suppose it it kind of comes out of a sense of like, or at least it seems to me to come out of a sense of like feeling like you have to better, you know, what you have to offer on some level, which is something Mm. I understand. Like it's, you know, being like, I can't just bring what I have to this. Like I can't just bring my internal, I can't just go, oh, well, you know, this kind of. This is, like, something that I went through in my life and I'm going to draw from that to, you yeah. know, to experience it. It's like, no, I have to learn to be a lawyer. I have to go to law school. Like, I have to, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have to spend six weeks in a courthouse in Baltimore. Like, I have to do all this stuff. And it's like, you don't have to, you just have to understand the rhythm of the thing. Like, yeah. you have to just understand what it's asking of you. Mm. I feel like it's, it's so draining. It must be so... <sighs> i don't know man like i do wonder if it is just if it's all worth it i suppose yeah yeah because like he's a good like you say these are good performances but you can get good performances without having to do all of they're this. not like enough better than performance mm. you know what i mean like there's not enough
0: difference between these performances and ones that with people that haven't yeah. gone through this like I mean, both of us love Daniel Day Lewis, but he's like a maniac. Like, no one wants to spend time with someone who's like being Lincoln by like 24 hours a day. Like, what is that? Like, and that's why he doesn't, he like retires all the time and why he doesn't act very much because it's not sustainable to constantly be like, I'm a different person.
1: Like, yeah, exactly. And not to be funny, but like, Daniel Day-Lewis seems like, like, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, the person, yeah. seems, like, fairly chill on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he's, like, he, like, just hangs out, like, in his little, like, New York apartment. Runway. Exactly, he watches reality TV, he doesn't have a phone. Like, he seems like he's just, he's like, doing vibing. Fine. Like, I, I feel like yeah. he's really, he's kind of got a handle on <laughs> how much this affects <laughs> you. But I think yeah, that exactly. kind of... It's like, oh, you you have to be Daniel Day-Lewis to like, yeah. have a handle on being a method actor. like yeah. You can't just be, you know, your method actor on the street. You have to be Daniel Day-Lewis.
0: It's also like, it's, one of the things I was reading, like Norman Jewison talking about Al, one of the things he said, like, he doesn't talk about anything but acting, yet he really doesn't know that much about film. He's only made seven <laughs> other movies. That worries him. I will be the instrument, he said to me, because I can play all the notes. Just lead me. <laughs> But I, I do think that's interesting. Like as a, as a kind of, Al, yeah, looks the movies. <laughs> yes. what I what actually else, was man? thinking about. I think that there's an interview that Christopher Nolan did with Al. I think it was either, it must have been for um insomnia.
1: Insomnia, sure.
0: And he's he says in that interview that Al just has an innate understanding of like what the camera sees and like what he needs to do in order to be picked up by the camera and like. I guess that's just something that he learned. Because, I mean, it is a good point that this is his his eighth movie. Like, he's not yeah, made that God. many movies. And even though he's yeah. worked with, like, great directors, that partly also doesn't help. Because if you've only made films with great directors, you don't yeah. have to learn how to be a good actor, like, as much as, like, yeah. for, for film, right? You just have to do your thing, and you're like, well, they'll figure it out. Like, they'll pick me up. Like, mm-hmm. they know what they're doing, and I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like when you work with a director who doesn't really know what they're doing, then you have to, like, put some of the effort into being, like, okay, I need to be at this angle to this camera or whatever it is, like... Mm. So, yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's like he's been... As a, yeah, yeah, he's he's been spoiled by, like, having yeah. this really great beginning of... And, like, obviously not every movie he made is, like, a Coppola movie. Like, you know, no. there are journeymen in there, but it's not... Yeah you know they're all good direct. like they're all good filmmakers these are like competently made movies even when they're you know like not i mean we have you know we've discussed the movies that we kind of don't really like in his filmography but like they're i would never argue that they weren't (laughs) yeah i would never argue that they're not well made you know yeah 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 it's yeah it is it is weird and i feel like that is so indicative of where he goes in the future like how he mm. changes as a performer in that he's like been dining out on spending all this time with people who know how to make him work on a movie yeah
0: and and clearly like not like learning from them what to do right like just trusting them i do think that this i do think that this movie is interesting. With regards to Al, because he does seem like he's having such a nice time with it. Like, I don't Mm. know if he actually is or or what, but like, but just to see him get to do, especially after Bobby Deerfield, to see him get to do like something actually charming is just like wow, amazing. Mm.
1: (laughs) I forgot that you have this capacity to be like, I don't know. Yeah, he gets to like. Yeah, he gets to do bits. He gets to like have a little flirt. Like he gets to do all kinds of stuff. He really gets to like run the gamut here which is so funny because he's you know the performances it kind of feels like this is like him doing everything like it's like somebody he's kind of like this is like a one man band performance basically it's like he's doing this thing and he's doing that thing like he's being funny and he's being sad (laughs) and he's like yeah it feels like the Al Pacino show sort of you know if he had a sitcom this is what it would be (laughs) You know, I would owl. love to see it.
0: Um Al <laughs> Like Alf, but it's just Al. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so great. And and like I did think about this about how kind of he's starting to look a little bit older now. Like he doesn't look like a little boy anymore. Mm. He's kind of like he doesn't yeah. look thirty nine, but he's he's coming up to like approximately his age and like he's playing yeah. a guy who's been divorced and he's got like, you know, I just feel like he's he's getting into the kind of the kind of characters that he plays after this that I actually kind of love, like, that he's out of the kind of having to be, I don't know, because, I mean, I'm thinking about, like, Godfather, I'm thinking about Dog Day and Serpico, like, these guys who are just, like, absolutely per- like, not perfect, but do you know what I mean? They're, like, they're, like, kind of pillars of, like, American masculinity, in a way, like, even mm-hmm. if they don't sure. actually end up doing like, well in whatever they're trying to do, but, like, Whereas this is kind of a bit more, he's like a little bit beaten down and he's just kind of like, kind of given up a little bit. And hmm. I don't know, I just think that's way more fun to see him in his like, <laughs> like middle yeah. age to yeah. just be My, like.
1: I was thinking that this movie is kind of like. This movie kind of like bridges, I think, sort of two like genres of Al movie in a way. Because mm, mm-hmm, I think it's. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, I'm like, it's half an Al gets into scrapes movie, like, yeah. which is like Dog Day Afternoon. Um, but it's also half an Al is the only good man in a crooked world yeah, movie. Yeah, so it's yeah. like so, I so it's like bridging these kind of yeah. two like genres of Al, which is really funny. That's like it like I, like we said, he's kind of throwing everything at the wall yeah. here. And he's like showing all his tricks. I don't know. I guess they would. would it be cynical of me to be like, is this like his awards play movie? To be like, you know, this is everything I can do. So, like, I don't everything. think it is
0: because I think, I think if he, I think he's like his understanding of what does well at awards is the kind of Godfather stuff. Like I think, I suppose, yeah, because he does get nominated for this, but I don't think that it's like a gimme nomination. Like, as in, mm. I'm not watching this and I'm like, clearly this is going to get nominated for an Oscar <laughs> yeah, because like he's kind not. of. On one for the whole movie. Yeah. Although I guess the, yeah. like the like the thing at the end, like that's his kind of. I but that's yeah. but that's almost more what happens like now with the Oscars, right? Like, well, not now. Maybe like maybe in the nineties, <laughs> he gets like that he gets like a clip, yeah. And like yeah, and and he does the kind of like big Oscar speech or whatever, which I don't really feel like is a kind of thing that happens as much in the seventies. So I don't know <laughs> if that's busy. just a product of yeah. like the kind of movie they're making, or if it's. But there is, there is the case we made that Norman Jewison, did Cindy Poitier win for In the Heat of the Night? No, he got nominated in the the white lead one. That's what happened, which is crazy. F-
1: but, oh God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, but no, well. but like sh- <laughs>
0: share for Moonstruck, which hasn't, has that happened yet? Yeah, it has. Cause that's 70s, right? Is that 70s? Am I crazy? It's 80s. Are you cra- I'm I crazy?
1: I'm crazy. It's like Moonstruck 85 or something. 80s, right?
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> God. drastically under like, yeah, 90s, 87 <laughs> There you go, Jesus really Christ Yeah, definitely um, not 70s He's like, he's an awardsy He director, is, yeah, which is so way. strange <laughs> Which is strange to think about just like, based on how we you know, he's not like again, it's kind of like a history, again, like, these kind of guys that Alkit's working with are sort of like very sturdy like, very just like, well-established good like solid filmmakers yeah you know yeah and then you've got fucking Coppola
0: (laughs) that's the thing I mean it's interesting like that I mean we talked about this last week but I think I mean it's a long time since we recorded but
1: um last week is like so many years ago
0: now but like (laughs) until then he'd only worked with three directors like until mm. Bobby Deerfield and this is like his second one with a different guy and seemingly, like, a very different energy to Bobby Deerfield's. Like, I mean, clearly mm. the movie is a very different energy, but, like, even, like, the relationship that he had with Jewison is, seems completely different to, to yeah. the vibe with um, Pollock. So, like, mm. I could see, yeah, as much as, like, it's one of those things where, like, Bobby Deerfield is very much like a guy who just got sober and is, like, trying to figure out what he's doing with his life. And this feels a bit more where he's like, oh, maybe my life isn't terrible and I can have a good time making a movie and, like, that's fine. Yeah. And it doesn't all have to be, like, weighing so heavy on me that I feel like I'm gonna die like it's fine to make a nice movie like nice movie I don't know whatever this movie is but like
1: I know but that's the weird thing isn't it that it's like it's not like this is just a nice movie like this movie is clearly trying to draft like grapple with intense heavy subject matter in some way like the The centrepiece of this movie is a rape. Like, a rape happens. Yeah. And we have to, like... We don't watch and that's, it, to be fair, which is we, good. Yeah, but, I mean, but... yeah, we don't see it. But, like, that's the linchpin of, like, the back half of yeah. the movie. Is yeah. that, like, a woman is raped and he has to defend the person who did it. Like, it's yeah. so... Like you said, you know, something like The ver Like, a, court- a real, like, kind of classic courtroom drama would have so much less nonsense. Uh, like Yeah. N- <laughs> truly nonsense. But the thing um, is it's... that the nonsense is the best bit for me anyway. Kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. That's
0: kind of it... the bit that that makes this an interesting movie. Like if it was if it was just kind of like I mean because if you just if they played the kind of serious scene straight, like they're kind of affecting, but I don't think Jewison is that kind of director that he can kind of pull off a whole movie of like that tone. Like I don't mm-hmm. know that that would really work. So, and, and I don't know that that would be that interesting, like to just watch a kind of courtroom. I mean, it would be fine, but it wouldn't be like, <laughs> like whatever this is, which is like.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just baffling. Yeah, I kind of. But yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I sort of wish that it would come down on one yeah, side. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. like, Either be, yeah, either be the, the funny thing or be the silly thing. Yeah. Because, like, I. I don't know, like you say, the kind of heavy moments in this movie don't make enough of an impact to sort of make you think that it's uh, more weighty than it is. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, <laughs> 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 ah, it's so stressful. I'm just like, but this is like what the movie is, like he's a lawyer, it's about the law. Like yeah. it's called Justice for All. Like this is clearly what this is about. Yeah. But it, but it's so silly. <laughs> Well, these silly things are happening. Like, I oh, I was reading God. like him kind
0: of talking about this and saying that like he spoke to lawyers who said like this is what it feels like to be a lawyer, as in uh-huh. because you're just aware of how absolutely insane this entire system is and how ridiculous the like situation that you and your clients are in is, but you have to kind of take yeah. it seriously because this massively affects people's lives, which I get, yeah. but also, yeah, it, it's difficult to pull that off in a movie because you want to be like, give space to the moments that are genuinely
1: really difficult to deal with and it yeah. doesn't really do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, the scene that really stuck out to me as like, indicative of the tone of the whole thing mm-hmm. is like, when um, the lawyer that Petunia plays, I can't even remember his name but like, he's coming Arthur, into work and Arthur, Arthur, K- Arthur Kirkland? Is it sorry. Kirkland or is that? Kirk, a, that's Kirkland or that's the, like, <laughs> it's in the social <laughs> network. They're in Kirkland his- house. Anyway. Um- <laughs> they're in Kirkland Hall. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, uh, anyway, he's, like, coming into work and, like, his partner grabs him and he's like guess what guess what like he's so jazzed and he's like what what's going on what's going on he goes like a woman's been raped and the judge did it and they're like jumping around with like excitement about the fact that this guy is like being prosecuted has just been arrested for raping and like like aggressively brutally raping a woman and they're like jumping around and they're so excited and he's like and you're gonna represent him and they're like it's it's so weird (laughs) the tone is so strange yeah. you're like you can't don't deliver the line yeah. a woman's been raped with like a great big grin on your face god. like it's True so <laughs> jeffrey t- i know oh my god and the fact it's him as well it's just like it bad bad bad, bad. vibes it's atrocious bad. Yeah. but uh,
0: no i yeah, agree but i also i, so I think it's also partly like i do think that when people have these kinds of jobs like That kind of, it's not, not gallows humour, but you know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing, like, in the same way you have with, like, medical, I mean, I'm thinking about medical shows, I don't know enough doctors to know if this actually happens, but, (laughs) like, you know, you make jokes about this, like, very strange situation that you find yourself in, but I don't know that that works as well when you're, like, an outsider and you're like, have you seen, I mean, look at the situation you're in, like, (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm not used yeah. to
1: this. Like, you might be. But as a viewer, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really strange. And, like, I do get that. I get that that's kind of, like, this is day-to-day for them and they yeah. have to deal with yeah. all this bullshit. And, like, they've got all these, you know, these wacky clients and these, like, crazy <laughs> cases. Like, <laughs> but it's like, oh, this isn't that. Like, that. what yeah. this is isn't that. And it's, it's weird because, like, uh, you know, the whole kind of like I said, this is like a Al is the only good man movie. Like yeah. he likes his yeah. job, he's good at his job, and he cares about his clients. Like the first thing he kind of really does in the movie is like defend somebody. Like yeah. defend a, a person who's being harassed and like treated terribly yeah. by law enforcement. And that's like, you know, how we establish that he is like a good character amongst, you know, all this corruption and Yeah. Whatnot. And it's strange to see you know, those things brushing up against each other. And I suppose that that's, you know, true to life in that it's, you know, we all like, <laughs> sometimes it's hard to have a job and like you have to find the things that make yeah. you like want to enjoy it or, yeah, you know in some way, shape or form, but uh, that doesn't meld well with the fact that he kind of feels this immense sense of responsibility in what he does, and like cares very clearly cares very much about his clients, and you know, he's like haggling, trying to get this person out on parole, and like he's trying to get this person's sentence reduced, and he's trying to do this, and he cares about the corruption but like (laughs) it's so confusing (laughs) I also think, I'm just thinking about like Dog Day Afternoon is a funny movie.
0: Like, Mm. there are many bits of that movie that are, like, ridiculous in the same way things are ridiculous in this movie, but they're, like, played straight. Like, played the way that people would actually react to this stuff, and, like, there's no crazy score, which is, like, a big (laughs) part of the problem with this movie. Um, (laughs) And the the, the scope is, like, obviously much smaller. There's no, like, helicopter, like, (laughs) crash scene with Jack Warden in, um, in Dog Day, so I do wonder Jack if Jack Gordon
1: is doing bits in this. Jack Gordon like, is, is so on? good in this movie. <laughs> he's just like trying to kill himself in an increasingly elaborate ways. It's
0: so good. I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's like, like when he's like sitting <sighs> yeah, out eating his lunch on like the like <laughs> on the on <laughs> the ledge above the courthouse, and then yeah, the <laughs> helicopter scene is just like
1: they, like he's hysterical. Uh,
0: why does it's Al so- agree to? Do that? Like, I just, hes like, this guy is insane. He's trying to kill himself, and then he gets in a helicopter with him, and I'm like, do you have no self-preservation. Why would you do that? Like, what is wrong with you? Uh, oh my god! And then like god. crash into shallow water, and you yeah. like walk out to land. God, God. It's, yeah. No. I mean. It's- that's the thing like I do think that like with a better director and with like more restraint maybe from everyone involved like the kind of comedy side of it could work better like (laughs)
1: yeah yeah I don't know yeah exactly like if it was kind of a comedy of mundanity sort of thing like Mm. if it was like like you say with something like Dog Day Afternoon which like I think the the opening kind of sequence of Dog Day is so well done like yeah. the you know the initial like bank robbery mm, stuff mm-hmm. where it's like so clear that they're all idiots <laughs> so unprepared and like they're running around like the gun and like all this stuff like it's clear that they're like trying to be like movie bank robbers yeah, and exactly. like it feels very real to it feels very true to life and it also yeah. feels Funny in an organic way, whereas this feels like, like we said, like sitcommy and like bitty. Like it's just very, very. The tone is not melding well. I don't think that's the thing. Like you can make
0: movies about serious subjects that are funny. Like that's Mm. very much something that you can do. But it just is not this. Like this is not how you do that. You don't do it by (laughs) just taking a sitcom (laughs) merging and a drama and just going like. Now kiss and it just doesn't nothing
1: <laughs> happens. Like it just doesn't Yeah, exactly. It doesn't just work. Being like it's like they picked up two scripts and like you know when like people shuffle playing cards and they go yeah. like pew and like yeah, squish exactly. the stuff together? That's exactly that's exactly what happened. You know, they were like, Okay, so this scene is gonna be about uh prison violence and then in this scene, uh Jeffrey Tambor is going to throw plates at everybody <laughs> and we're gonna have them back to back. God, it's so stupid. He's gonna go to Thanksgiving, and it's so oh My weird. God, yeah. Have a like... tender conversation with his grandfather, and then it's so weird. It's just... What a strange movie. Yeah,
0: I yeah. This <sighs> has the energy of like a movie that like someone did a punch up on. It, mm. it came to someone yeah. as a drama. And they were like, okay, it's a little boring. Like, why don't we add some like crazy characters and like and you some know. scrapes, yeah. Yeah. And and they did like a little bit too much, like too much paprika <laughs> on the sandwich, not to steal that bit. But like, yeah, I just like they just like slipped yeah. a little bit and they were like, oh shit, like it's just <laughs> yeah, it's all paprika <laughs> now. Like <laughs> I just yeah. The sandwich is gone. That, yeah. All of that being said. I have a great time watching this movie. I mean, <laughs> you've already said this, but yeah. like, like, it's yeah. genuinely very fun, and it's like yeah. Hollywood filmmaking in the way that, that we haven't really had for Al before. Like, yeah. it's kind of like silly yeah. and,
1: yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the movie I kept thinking of when I was watching this was My Cousin Vinny, which, like, oh, he does isn't that yeah. <laughs> much like at all in terms of, like, what actually no, happens what a in the movie. movie. But they're both, yeah, A, what a great movie, and B, like, that's kind of how you do a comedy lawyer movie right yeah (laughs) i guess that's like the funnier side i mean that's a straight comedy basically but yeah like that's how you kind of handle the uh, you know the courtroom stuff in a way that's like really enjoyable and light
0: yeah
1: you know and you you still yeah. yeah you demonstrate
0: how ridiculous it is because yeah. you have because you have Pesci as this like, outsider character who comes in and is, is just like, you need to wear a suit, you need to do all this kind of thing. And it's just like, he's like, yeah. what is going on? Like, what is this town? Like, you need, yeah. yeah. Cause then, because then also as the audience, you're also like, a, I mean, as much as people have seen like courtroom dramas before, but like, you're also a newcomer to this. So you have the character, mm. it's also a newcomer. It's always helpful to be like, oh, we're all learning how ridiculous this whole system is together yeah. rather than like, yeah. Going straight in with someone who's been doing it for years and is, like, sick of it.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. Good suits, though. Great suits. I like all those costuming (laughs) in there.
0: I could have such a diatribe about how great Alex in
1: this movie. Do it, please! Like we need something to talk about that isn't just <laughs> like I don't know, this thing's a tonal nightmare. I just he's just he's in he's in history teacher mode, and unfortunately history teacher is my whole type. So I, I really like the, the suit that's just like four different shades of like brown tweed. So like it's like so he's got good. a brown like a brown grey tie yeah. and a brown grey shirt and a brown grey vest and a brown grey jacket and then at one point he wears like a, like a coat yeah. like
0: yeah. he's just sitting on a park bench looking depressed and like full yeah. like brown on Tumblr and I'm like yes yeah. and his hair is unbelievable in this movie it's, it's so huge It's just- it,
1: it really is it is large large and sometimes he's got these little glasses oh, on the glasses. and the, somehow the that like makes the hair look bigger <laughs> I don't understand
0: oh my god he's so handsome in this and he's like he's got the kind of same thing as bobby dearfield where like his jawline has just got insanely sharp in comparison yeah. to like the godfather movies where he's like a little bit more chubby in his face still oh, um
1: yeah anyway. he's got a little bit of a baby face anyway and al
0: Pacino is ex- extremely handsome <laughs> <laughs> and just like the fact that he gets to smile in this is genuinely like should not be something that i'm like yeah. oh my god but is like
1: <laughs> He's you like know. having a nice time, and I'm he like, gets well, like I said, friend. he gets to like have a like fun love interest. Yeah. He gets to do, like flirting. Yeah, which is fun. and he's that's so good at really... it. It's so cute. It is cute. <laughs> I am. I'm a big sucker for like a like a flirty argument. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's really problematic of me. <laughs> but I love like a little bit of like they're kind of ribbing each other. It's <laughs> a little great. Bit of necking, Yeah, like yeah. gentle <laughs> necking. <laughs> oh, no, no, I hate that. Like, <laughs> you you love negging right (laughs) right?
0: that's your favourite everyone should neg you
1: um no
0: (laughs) honestly like yes
1: do neg me but uh, yeah he um yeah (laughs) he gets to flirt with this like Investigator lady, and I also love that she's like, hair. she's great, great hair, and she's taller than him. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, me yeah.
0: also. I also am tall and have good hair.
1: <laughs> you are. You are both those things. You're a loyal. You're a legal lady. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. A woman of the legal. law. Um. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's that's what I always say about you. Like, yeah, that he's a real a real stickler for the law.
0: <laughs> Fam- famous,ly yeah,
1: famously. <laughs> um,
0: but no, yeah, that's all great. And like and even like as much as we uh Tamba is kind of um not a great person in general. But like the scenes yeah. with him and, and Tamba, like where they actually get to do like fun stuff, are kind of good. Um
1: Yeah, yeah. Tamba's such a great comedy yeller. Like he yells really well. He does. And, you know, my you know, obviously my main like reference point for him as Arrested Development yeah. and you see like you know flashes of that coming up in this especially when he's like shaved his head and he's like (laughs) it's so weird that this movie everything about this movie is weird but it's so weird that there's so much of this movie is like either you're like a really shitty lawyer yeah and you're like uh, you know you're like a terrible like morally bad person yeah like but that, like, keeps you sane, that mm. you're, like, a bad person in this bad system, and so you're, like, living large. Or you're a good person in a bad system, and it makes you suicidal or insane. Like, Literally. that's your two... They're your two options, yeah. you can't be both. That's quite And weird. even... Yeah. And okay. even owls like... Even Al's character kind of ends the movie that way. Yeah, like, totally. he's having this yeah. insane rant in the middle of a courthouse. And, and basically like...
0: destroying his own career. I mean,
1: that's, yeah. not, that's kind of what I... That's kind of the aspect of
0: it that I think is, like, politically good. Quote-unquote good. Mm. Like, the, the, sure. the, it, the theme that if you are in any way a good person trying to figure out how to do good things to, for people in the legal system, you will go insane. Because that's how broken yeah. it is. Like, yeah. And yeah. the only people who manage to get into positions of power are, like, Jack Warden, who is insane in that he's <laughs> suicidal, and um, I can't remember what the actor's name is, but the judge that he's um, defending who's awful because, you know, he, like, rapes people, which is obviously much worse than being suicidal, yeah, but, you he's know. A, he's a bad, bad person. Yeah, like, you, you, the people who manage to cling on, like, only do so because they are, like, yeah, like, insane, morally, then,
1: like, like, corrupt. Like, their exactly. insides have rotted and they've just exactly. become, like unspeakably terrible and you see it sit with the with yeah. the other
0: lawyers who are like kind of just casually like have just removed themselves from it have like kind of stopped caring and that's kind mm. of that seems to be what the movie is saying like you either stop caring or you care and it ruins you like you just are completely <laughs> broken by it like because you yeah. know I mean, I, under- you know, obviously I would not be able to deal with like that system either. Like, no, but, oh my god! Yeah. and I mean, it's also one of those things I think that happens a lot with that kind of thing. Like a few of my friends are working in kind of care support situations right now mm-hmm. and are like incredible people, like, incredibly empathetic. And I'm like, this is the kind of person I would want to take care of me, but are also miserable because like, this is a very <laughs> yeah. difficult job to do. And if you are yeah. empathetic towards people, like it's so hard to do that every single day. And then what ends up happening is the people that like can last in that job for a long time are the ones who, like, don't care and who can, like, remove themselves <laughs> yeah. from it in that way. It's just, so yeah. Diff- oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously lawyers get paid a lot more than care support workers, so, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, that's very true. But I do think that, yeah. that aspect of it is interesting, but I don't know um, that it's if it spends enough time textually
1: on that. Yeah, like I said, it kind of, like, backloads everything. Like, it's mm. all kind of in that tail end of the movie, yeah. which I get. Because you know, I understand that that's sort of like you it's know, the season finale. Like that's the season
0: finale, and they're like yeah, they're like squishing yeah. an entire not not to keep harping on this because <laughs> you know, but like they're like squishing an entire season of a show into like half an hour or an hour at the start of this movie, and then they have to put the finale because they have put to, everything
1: else in the end yeah.
0: because they have to like set stuff up in order to like have it pay off, but like they don't have enough yeah. time to. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's not a very long movie, but it's not particularly short either. It's
1: not like No, it's minutes. like two like, hours, yeah, like exactly. just under two. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's... I just, yeah, the structure of it yeah. is kind of,
0: it doesn't have acts or anything. Like, stuff just happens. Like, yeah, it's just
1: it doesn't. Different. Yeah, which, again, comes back to that, like, televisual thing. Like, yeah. it's just, like, little, like, 20-minute episodes of, like, a, you know, a show about, <laughs> it's like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like, this is a show about a thing that is at its core, serious, and like yeah. occasionally it will be like, oh well, well maybe we should like you know throw in the, this stuff about the serious thing, but like also we've got Andy Sandberg like uh, being silly, <laughs> exactly. being a silly guy. Exactly. I mean, yeah, bad. Um, bad. Sorry, Brooklyn Nine Nine is bad. Um... Yeah, but yeah. <laughs>
0: the other thing is like, the, the, but that that show has because I mean that's the other thing like the supporting cast of this movie. Jeffrey Tambor is a comedian. I don't know like where he came like whether he did stand up or like what where mm. what his background is, but he's a comic actor and like Yeah. Jack Warden is has done some serious stuff, is but is sort of basically a comic actor like he's a supporting actor, but you know.
1: Yeah. And
0: and then Al who is not a com- I mean as much as he like came up in comedy, like that's not his background and it's kind of strange yeah. to put him like
1: Yeah. Like Jewison ju- yeah. is like
0: a director with
1: comic like sensibility in a lot of ways yeah
0: and i wonder if it if you had if you had an actor in the center of it who was less kind of because i do think that the way he plays the dramatic moments make them seem so dramatic but you don't have that Mm. backup with the film isn't backing him up on that like the the scene i mean i think my favorite scene in the movie is when he's like Hitting the guy's car, which is like briefcase, <laughs> yeah. which like could yeah. be hilarious, maybe like right if if a if a comic actor was playing it like as a comic, but also it's kind Silly, of like yeah. but it's kind of like horrible to watch and like really hard to because you know, like this guy is just so upset that he's like <sighs> yeah. just gone kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But then the rest of the movie, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't back up his like dramatic chops in that way. Like I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a real, it's an odd duck. It really is. It's just sort of, it's got all these things going on. And like good individual things. Yeah. This kind of weird, like medley of of stuff. Yeah. It's like a big weird salad, (laughs) you
0: know? I also, like, yeah, I think that the the kind of dementia scenes, not dementia scenes, but the scenes with his granddad who has dementia are also good and like sweet and like, kind of like a really nice thing to have in this movie but it's not really like I think part of the problem is that all of these like little things that happen aren't really part of the plot they're just part of like stuff that happens uh, to him uh, they don't like drive uh, the... because they're, they're kind of like yeah like the what we've already said the central kind of actual plot of this movie is that he's has to represent this judge and none of this has anything to do with that and like you can obviously have things that are like peripheral to the plot of it but he doesn't uh, even talk about it with him like there's yeah. not kind of I don't know it's just, like, stuff, it's scenes that in someone's life, which is which can be really interesting, but kind of, I don't know, just
1: doesn't really... Yeah, and he's also not really a, much of a person, is he? Like, we don't mm. know much, aside from his kind of, like, moral standing. Like, yeah. we know what he believes in, and we know what he, you know... We know a little about his kind of life in a contextual sense, but... Yeah. I don't feel like you ever really get kind of a sense of him as like a person, like you don't get kind of more personal moments with him other than the stuff with his granddad and that's sort of but they feel, like you said they feel detached from everything else, Mm. like there's no kind of sense of how all these things inform each other, you know, Mm. like he kind of says you know, that he he doesn't get on with his pet. like he has no relationship with his parents and his granddad is sort of the only person Mm. that he like the only significant familiar relationship he has in his life. But like we never learn why he doesn't like yeah. his parents and we never he learn. He just says like, like that his dad was a shit, which is not yeah. descriptive. Like you know? <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, sure. Same everyone. Exactly, exactly. All all of us. Who among us, you know? But, like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, but how but, much like, of that a shit kind of, was he? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. yeah. How
1: much of the yeah, how did like how did you, you know, uh, what what in what about your life it got you to this point? Like how how yeah. is everything around you informing you to make these to be like the only good lawyer? To yeah, them? like it, you know it. I don't know that. And, but the thing is, like, there is nothing about this movie that I actively dislike. No, yeah, you know, yeah. But I but I feel like putting together all these things I like. Kind of, it's like how when you're a kid and you like. Do you know those, um... Have you ever been to, like, a pizza hut where they have an ice cream machine when you're a kid? I don't think so, but I can imagine it. But <laughs> like... They're, it's, like, you get an ice cream machine... They have, like, an ice cream machine and they have, like, jars of all the little, like, toppings Oh, like a, like a and, like, sauces. store, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, like... Because you're a child, you're like, I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want yeah. this, and I want to put all the sauce on top of it, and then you eat it, and it's kind of disgusting, Yeah, but it's yeah. like, you're like, but I like all of these things, I like strawberry sauce, and I like uh, jelly babies, and I like chocolate sprinkles, but, like, you put them all together, and you're like, oh, no, this is, this tastes bad. <laughs> it's, over- it's, like,
0: overwhelming, you're like, why did yeah. I put
1: this to myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what this movie is like, it's like a pizza heart Sunday. <laughs> great great end of podcast no
0: <laughs> i also i was just thinking like you know the, the because the stuff so he, he's we haven't talked about the plot but whatever The he's dating <laughs> this woman who's on this investigative team who seems to be investigating mm. i'm not 100 sure what she's investigating but it's like, like ambiguous corruption in the courthouse <laughs> and yeah. he's like against the investigation he's like you shouldn't be doing this i guess because they're targeting the wrong people and they're not like yeah. looking at the judges and stuff but also like his relationship with her doesn't then bleed into anything in the rest of the film. Like, there's no point at which he's like, "Oh, this is mm. like, you know, an ethical dilemma," or like, "You know, we're seeing each other at work and we have to pretend not to be dating," or like, whatever it is. Like, it's just like everything's just siloed. So, like, like yeah. his relationship with his grandfather is just on its own, separate to like his relationship with. And and the only time they kind of
1: interact is when Jeffrey Tamber like comes to his house. I was gonna say, and, yeah, his yeah. relationship with uh, his name's Jay, right? um is kind of the only relationship he has that sort of intersects both parts Mm. of his life in that he's worried when he eventually kind of begins to have like a like a breakdown breakdown. yeah yeah yeah.
0: um
1: but he's also like you know present with him in terms of like the stuff before that Mm. you know when they're just kind of like i really like whenever he's in a scene with jeffrey tambor like prior to (laughs) jeffrey tambor's character's like mental break. Yeah. He's always like brushing him up, like yeah. he's always like straightening his tie or like brushing lint off. It's a really nice little it's like cute, bit of yeah. kind of relationship stuff there that you're yeah. like, "Oh, they're clearly like Clearly, these two actually like each other. Yeah, yeah. Be- I feel like that's the most me take in the world. That, like, there should be more male bonding in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there should be more guys being partners. I think I'd like that. Like, at honestly, first, I'd yes. Like yeah. Why isn't Why isn't this movie Mikey and Nikki, but with <laughs> lawyers? Like, <laughs> perfect.
0: Let's make it. I'm greenwriting it. It's happening. <laughs> like, great. Yay. <laughs> but no, I'm and- and- and then, even like that, is the only thing that where it actually affects because, like, when he's looking after Jeffrey Tambor, um, after his mental breakdown, that's when he can't be present for, yeah. um, for his, for
1: what's his name? The, her name? I don't know. If, Ralph. It it's Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. 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 They're never um, referred to by anything else. Like, there's no, I, I don't know, like, what the kind of, situation is in regards no. to like how that character like clearly the politics are not like forward thinking no. enough to be like, how is this character choosing to introduce yeah. himself? But they're referred to as Ralph, like Yeah, yeah. So Ralph who is um
0: maybe transgender, maybe just cross dressing,
1: not really sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Arthur misses um Ralph's hearing because he's looking after Jeffrey Tambor and that and then the fact that he misses it means that Ralph like goes to jail and then kills himself, which is like one of the worst Oof. things that happens in the movie <laughs> and that's awful. and that's what the reason that he the reason that the briefcase scene happens because he asks another lawyer to do it and like that's when I guess that's when they're like clearly he is the only person who's gonna care this much and is gonna actually put effort into yeah. this because the other guy's like yeah. at lunch like yeah, but right? but yeah. but that's the only time like you know that's the yeah. only time other things other things bleed into the plot and even then it's like yeah. you don't see him with Jeffrey Tambor in the hospital, you don't really see what happens to Geoffrey Tambor after that.
1: Yeah, you, he kind of just leaves.
0: Yeah, everything is kind of like picked up and dropped, and it doesn't all yeah. kind of mush together properly. I mean, it's the same thing; all the, all the whole movie doesn't mush together properly. It's just—I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because the stuff with Ralph is the stuff that I really enjoyed. I think he's so the empathetic. Stuff, in he's, these, yeah. yeah, he's a really, really wonderful character, and like is portrayed considering like the context of everything in this movie portrayed yeah. very sensitively yeah um and i think that like the relationship that they have is very genuine and very like well felt and like th- you know and it manages to like the first scene where they kind of have a real conversation in the like in they're in like an interrogation room mm-hmm. and like <laughs> it's it's funny, but, like, it's funny in a very delicate way, yeah. in that he's, like, he's trying to get the truth out of him, but he keeps kind of, like, sort of lying, and, like, yeah. it's, like, clear that he's kind of trying to defend himself. Yeah. Uh, but he's, like, <laughs> I was, like, come on, like, come on, just, like, <laughs> it just gets, I'm your lawyer! I'm he's your lawyer! <laughs> <It's> like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's fine. And it's really sweet! It's, like, a really, yeah. they have a really nice relationship, and, you know, Ralph says, like, my friend told me to come to you. Like, he clearly has a reputation yeah. for being somebody that people who are, like, otherwise victimised yeah. by this system or, like, disenfranchised in some way, like, know that he's a safe pair of hands. Yeah. And I really... I wish that we'd gotten to see more of that. Because, like, as, as I fun I want of to it see Al to, Pacino like, watch... being a
0: good lawyer. Like, I would yeah. love like to watch that.
1: Like, yeah. You know? As much as, like, you know, I enjoy the, like, little courtroom vignettes of, like... <laughs> weirdo clients being like silly and like, the guy, having like all these eating kind of... the evidence, <laughs> <is so funny. laughs> as much as I enjoy that, I'm like, I would rather have like if we could focus on like the two clients, mm. the two most prominent clients that he has, um, instead of like doing these kind of little slice of life yeah. bits, the thing would feel so much more cohesive. And I think mm. there would be a way to work humor into that. I don't think that it has to be humorless, yeah, but it would be a lot more... The thematic arc of the movie of him, like, going from, you know, being, like, sort of slightly, yeah, yeah slightly disillusioned with the system to, like, nihilistically mm. disillusioned with the system would be a lot more cohesive, yeah. you know? And, like, he can keep the grandpa stuff in, like, you know, he can go and, like, see him and hang out and they can, like, you know, he can lose his false teeth and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, uh, that's fine, but it yeah. just... Yeah, I think there is... There is a more streamlined version of it. Like, I think there's a 90-minute movie in here that would be a lot more kind of (sighs) cohesive. But then again, I'm also like, well, I like, I do like, there's nothing I don't like, I said (laughs) it already, but I just wish that it was more, like, the seams were less obvious and that it felt, you know... I I also don't think that, like, that each... Like each
0: aspect is good on its own, but they don't make mm. the other aspect stronger. Like it's it's like yeah. they're all kind yeah. of like oh I'm having fun with this and I'm having fun with this, but this isn't like they're not lending any weight to the other part. Like it's all just yeah, yeah it's very very like yeah vignette-y and I don't know. Yeah. And I I do think yeah, like even if you even if you just like very basic, you're just like okay, we're in the courtroom whole movie, not just the not the courtroom. I mean the what is it called? Courthouse. Yeah. like So the whole movie is just like, okay, he, you can start in the same way he gets out of prison. Like he goes to, mm. to this place and he's like, oh, I'm like, I smell and I have to go to court and like whatever it is. And then yeah. it's just like him and Jeffrey Tambor like dealing with like their practice that they have together and then the secretary who's only in there for like five minutes but is kind of fun for like, not yeah, even five minutes, I like two I really liked like, the secretary. Two seconds. I wish
1: she was in it more. Like yeah. they have a very cute little exchange where <laughs> He's like spraying his hand with deodorant, <laughs> which is very funny. Um, yeah, you just kind of like, you wish that it had been more contained in that yeah. way. Like it, and you could still like, have like him yeah. and Jack Warden like yeah, hanging out, yeah. like they
0: get dinner together, he tries to stop him from killing himself, whatever it is. <laughs> or And like, you know, he could like flirt with the investigator, like they could get lunch or something. But yeah, you don't have to have exactly. like, they don't have to be in the house. You know, I just think, yeah, it's all just like you could just take out the periphery and just have. Mm.
1: Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. It's, I think, it just needs to be a bit less. Like, just a little. Yeah. Like, not loads. Just, like, a little bit yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because all the bits, all the constituent bits are good and nice, and we like them, but... And I like what the movie's trying to say as well. You yeah, know, This, like, yeah. kind of... You know, you know, like, you either live long... You either die a hero or live long <laughs> yeah. enough to see yourself become the villain yeah. thing that it's going for. Yeah. You know, but just, yeah, just, like, squish it a little bit. I'm, like, I'm doing, like, a squish motion. You like, crab hands. Crab <laughs> hands. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. And <sighs> that's
0: what oh, kind well. of... That's what's so frustrating about it, I think, because, because yeah. it is... Broadly fun to watch and good in places, and the performances are all good and all of that kind of thing. And you're just like, oh, just like, you know, tighten it up a bit, man. Like,
1: just, you know. Yeah, exactly. Tighten it up a bit. It's like a bit, yeah, it's a bit jazz setty. We're like, literally yeah. jazz setting yeah like, yeah this weird jazz score that kicks in every now and then god the score is so bad we've complained yeah, score about scores wild. before but i just yeah man yeah. like i, I don't like, know what was i feel like for a while movies just had bad scores i don't and know nobody what, did yeah,
0: i it's terrible i don't
1: know what, what like happened, when that man? i don't know John Williams was like, come on guys Like, let's put some effort into this and yeah, everyone was exactly. like, I don't know. There were like three guys who, uh, this is probably an incredibly uneducated <laughs> take for me to be like, there were like three good scores <laughs> and like everything else was like, <laughs> like it's just like saxophone <laughs> and stuff it's so bad. But it's so, it's just, I don't know, if
0: you've got some <sighs> nice strings behind this thing, like there could be some stuff going
1: on, or yeah, even just nothing. it doesn't even like, have to be like, yeah, exactly. yeah, it doesn't even have to be like boring, like it doesn't have to be like a low like downbeat score no, but it can no just relax a bit on the like horns guys <laughs> Come on.
0: that is like the summary of this film basically it's just like just relax, relax a, a little like... yeah tone it down I don't yeah know. like less is more guys less is, less more.
1: is more but less that is, is that is the
0: kind of that is the 80s thing that's the that's what i'm yeah. thinking of like the like kind of maximalist max yeah like,
1: exactly in the way and that the 70s were yeah. very
0: minimal in comparison i would say mm. like
1: and I guess this is kind yeah. of indicative of like Al's whole thing, really, right? Yeah. The less is more. Like you want him to like tone it down a bit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Al, yeah. like, come on, man! Like, it's a little too much. But sauce I also I do think that. that this like this performance is pretty well
0: pitched. It's just the that, appropriate like, amount
1: of source. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's just that later on, he <laughs> he loses grasp of how much sauce like he doesn't know he has like his taste buds are off a little bit he's like smoked for too long and he's like oh this yeah. is or, like, this is a normal amount of sauce yeah or, or like you know when chefs like they like massively over salt food because they've been like working for so long that they can't yeah. taste salt anymore that's
1: the yeah anyway. it's like when uh like when you're at a restaurant and they're like do you want parmesan and you're like yeah and then they just like keep grazing and you don't know when to stop <laughs> I love it. I love the amount of food analogies we just. Snuck I, know, in I like there.
0: just had dinner as well. I know we both hungry. Eaten. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, but no, I do think this is interesting as like a transitional point for Al mm. as much as like last mm. week was as well. And like yeah. more of the vibe that he. Go- I mean, I'm thinking about Sea of Love, which feels like relatively close to this movie. But in Sea of Love, he's even more like like, he has, like, a cigarette hanging out of his mouth at all times, and he's oh God, just, like, okay. you know? Like, he's not, he's not, like, I wouldn't say he's, like, depressed in Sea of Love, but it's, like, that kind of, he, he's, that's, like, a real, like, middle-aged guy movie, that one. But, like, right, like and sure. I really like it, I think it's better than this movie, but but, yeah, he's getting kind of the, like, downtrodden but in a kind of, like, funny way, like, he's kind yeah. of, like, you know, yeah. past his prime a bit in a way that's kind of charming, I think.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. But it's so fu- it's so funny that he's playing, like, past his prime this early on I know. In career. I know. <laughs> and but like he's you just 39. See... He's getting, he's getting, you know, I he's getting old. That's not even that old for like, no, it an actor. Isn't. No, not for, really. For a male performer, like, not just about 40 is barely like. You're barely no, cresting yeah. that wave, babe. Like, you got yeah. time. Don't and he's about, about to it. quit.
0: That's not true. He's got another six years left and then he quits, but it just feels like he. It's not that many movies. He's before. already,
1: yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. It's a strange movie to like. But you get the impression that he's like feeling it out. He's like seeing mm. how much he can kind of do with it. Like, you have a quote of him
0: talking about this and saying that like he wants to do but this isn't the kind of comedy he wants to do that what he wants to do is like a Buster Keaton kind of slapstick oh like,
1: god okay all
0: right. out and I'm like I wish you had I would love to see that <laughs> like like just like arms sure. flailing around I don't know I just want to want to see what <laughs> he would look over, like. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like he could he'd be kind of because he's so little like I feel like it would kind of work if he actually played <laughs> up like
1: how small he was.
0: Yeah, and like the comic aspect of like his like tiny body. Like
1: I thought. He, like would... he needs to be in a one guy is short and one guy is tall movie. Yeah. Like that's the answer. He needs to be around a really oh, tall oh man God. to like balance it out. Yeah, yeah. He's not in he's great. not in enough tall movies with tall men. He really isn't. But I guess that's kind of because he's always the lead, right? Yeah, that's the problem. I think
0: I think yeah, I think this is also that's the thing. Like he's he's allowing other people to have actual character like character beats in this in a way that they Mm. haven't... I mean, that's not true because obviously people in in Godfather Godfather and Dog Day, like, both of those have, like, other characters going on, but... there And and there's no point in this movie where you, like, cut to someone else just having an adventure by themselves, like, without him, so... But I do think that this is, like, I would enjoy it if he made a bunch more movies like this. (laughs) Like, I kind of, like... Even though they're not, they're not, like, his full abilities, but they're still really enjoyable to watch. Like, I don't know that he has to always be an
1: 11 yeah yeah i think it's what i found interesting about this movie is how much it feels like how much it feels like a star vehicle tm Mm. like how much it feels like you could kind of drop any actor in here Mm. you know like this feels like a movie that somebody was shopping around and being like you could have you know you could put Robert Redford in this, like, yeah. you could put anybody in this thing, Maybe. you know, and they could put their own, yeah, exactly, their own kind of take on it. Any, yeah. like, of your leading man, any of your leading men of, like, you know, the late 70s, early 80s could mm. kind of, like, have a riff on this. Totally. And, like, you picture this, you know, if you're talking later, like, this could be, like, a Bill Murray movie, like, this mm. could be a movie, like, led by a comedy guy. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it... Yeah, it kind of, it feels very like, it doesn't feel like this was a movie that was put together with him in mind. yeah. You know, and I think that's an interesting, it's interesting to see him kind of do a movie that, like, you know, you picture every, like, if you're all of your iconic leading men of, like, any decade, and you could kind of slot them in. Yeah. in. Yeah, which is a strange thing, because, like, you kind of can't see anyone else. Obviously, there's kind of a difference in the you know the godfather is a massive like iconic movie uh, Yeah. and this movie is like barely like nobody's ever heard of this movie <laughs> um and you're like well you can't imagine anybody else playing michael but you can kind of probably imagine somebody else playing this but i don't think but i mean that even you know even someone like even like serpico where
0: that could be i could see that being someone else
1: yeah yeah but
0: but but it is his movie like, like it's it's like i don't know it's difficult yeah. to be like because he I think because he's part of... This is part of the thing of, like, breaking with Marty Bregman, where, like, Bregman would bring him projects that was, like, this is for you. This I yeah, want this to is work on. project, yeah. With you. And I've brought you, like, a book or, like, a, a very early treatment and we're going to build it from there rather than this, mm-hmm. which was, like, a script. And they mm. did, like, a read-through and he was, like, okay, this is interesting and then signed on. Not developing it from the ground up in the same way, which makes it kind of less of... There's less of... Yeah, it does feel like there's, like, less of him in it. Like, it's not... Uh. Like, there's no reason for this to be, like, an Italian-American guy from New York. Like, that's not really part of the, kind of, any part of this movie. Um,
1: yeah, it's I set mean, in Baltimore. Like, it's not exactly, like it's, like, yeah. a New
0: York courthouse. And, and Lee Strasberg is, is Jewish. So, like, you know, maybe you assume that, that Al's playing Jewish in this. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. um, but, I mean, that's not part of it. But, like, that's the thing. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's it's non, not non-specific. But, like, non-yeah, like, clearly not written for him. Like you said, yeah, just clearly. Yeah. Yeah. and the kind and also this I think this like theme of movie like the kind of one good man a bad system is basically how you can sum it up and there are plenty of those movies like that's that's kind of a, a way to make a movie that's like a kind of yeah.
1: you know especially a courthouse drama yeah right like yeah. you know We've spoken about we, you know, we spent hours defending Childhood of the Chicago Seven near <laughs> weeks ago on this very yeah, podcast. Exactly, and that's kind of like a you know one good lawyer movie, right? Yeah, like, you yeah. Know, it, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I guess can I, as like you know, somebody with more of a scope of his career than me, obviously. Mm. Do you think that him breaking with Bregman is like a significant? career move for him do you think that that's like how does that affect him going forward do you think
0: I mean I think that it's I mean it's in the same way that like in the early 70s like every movie he made was an event movie in the sense of like it was a big deal and it was a great director and it was a difficult part and he was going to get nominated for an Oscar and it was like you know all of this work that went into it and it seems like as much as he, I don't think that he has as good taste as Bregman does. Like, I think genuinely Bregman was an incredible producer and and uh-huh. like knew exactly what L would be good at. But I also do think it was necessary. Like, I think that uh-huh. he kind of had to do this because I don't know that I don't know. I don't. I think he may have he may have had like a big bomb and then just never worked again kind of thing. I think he kind um. of had to get out of that that thing because you can't just make perfect movies like for decades that's not something that people manage to do like you you have to kind of allow yourself to make something a little bit silly so that then you can like get out of it and do something interesting and try some stuff and Mm. I think that's also why he went back to the theater with like wanting to be like oh actually it doesn't really matter like no one's recording me like if I do something crazy this day then like I do something crazy and that's fine Mm. like it's not the end of the world it's like whoever saw me saw me and you know change up next week, whereas the like just the like the massive nature of the films that he was making before this, like
1: yeah,
0: I don't know yeah and i I do think like he could I do think that he could have had i mean I think if he'd made I haven't seen born on the Fourth of July, but I think if he'd made that, it would have been great, and you know another one of these performances that ends up in the like the lore kind of thing, but yeah. You know, he did some other stuff. He did some other interesting yeah. things. Like, I'm down to, like, watch Scarface again and, like, you know, <laughs> see, sue, see, the, see yeah. the choices he was making there. And, yeah, yeah, like, to do more kind of, like, weird stuff is not necessarily a bad thing, I think. Oh,
1: God, no, not at all. I would so much rather that than, you know, him in, like, Heaven's Gate. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's definitely a more interesting choice. Do you think that he kind of... I suppose now that he kind of is diverging from having this sort of partner in a sense Mm. uh, that he kind of does he, uh, does he kind of, do you think he has that kind of relationship again in terms of working? And do you think that that is something that sort of dictates where he goes from here? I suppose. Like, do you Mm. think that that is like kind of the, I suppose the, the fulcrum point for him career wise, Mm. you know? He doesn't have, a, he doesn't get another,
0: um, as far as I know, he doesn't have another producing partner. Like standby, or, so, yeah. Um, and I mean, Bregman was like, plucked him out of obscurity, like Bregman was the reason yeah. that he had a career at all. It does seem a little bit like actually in the 80s, it was kind of Diane Keaton. Like, it seems <laughs> like that was kind of the reason that, I mean, she brought him Sea of Love and was like, hey, you would be really good for this. Like, this is kind of your kind of movie and it would be, like, a good way to come back. And it was. And also you're running out of money. <laughs> and also you're running out of money and you're, like, living in my house. Like, <laughs> Stop living in my house, Al. <laughs> but no, and, and, and like, it does seem like he is the kind of person who, who needs in some way to be guided to make a mm-hmm. good choice. Like, I don't know that he has, like, good taste you know (laughs) like like i don't know that he knows what's best not even just in in how he works but i don't i think he probably doesn't really know what's best for him in general like he needs other people to be like (laughs) my friends like do something like even when he quit drinking like it was his friend who was like you've got to quit drinking like have you seen yourself like this is Mm -hmm. like you need to. and he was like Mm -hmm. oh right like, he realises things after someone has, like, said them to Like, apparently on this film, like, Strasburg was like, you have to learn your lines, Al. You can't, like, <laughs> improvise every take. This is not how this movie works. And he was like, yeah, he was probably right about that. And it's like, yeah, Al, he was right that you have to... <laughs> Lee Strasburg was right that you have to read your... You have to learn your lines, you learn absolute lines. idiot.
1: Like, it's just- Oh, my God. This really does come back to that quote that you were talking about like jerson being like yeah he doesn't know anything about movies yeah. like, clearly like, he doesn't right yeah.
0: he's a theater actor and he doesn't like yeah. he's an actor he doesn't know about he likes
1: shakespeare like yeah. yeah. his thing <laughs> i think he
0: knows about he knows about language and he knows about acting but mm-hmm. he doesn't know about the kind of technical anything technical kind of aspects of this and he doesn't like i i was reading him talking about warren beatty and about how obviously ever knows that Beatty was like much more directly involved in all of his projects and kind of became Mm -hmm. kind of a nightmare person to work with because he would just like end up directing all of his movies because he was like he couldn't (laughs) hand over control and I was like yeah I'm not like that at all like I don't really know how you make a film yeah
1: he's kind of the perfect director's actor in that exactly you know like he's just like he's like He's like plasticine. They yeah. just mould him into whatever yeah. they want him to be. And I think he is like, I really like, I think, yeah, it's interesting that you say that he and Norma Jewison had a good relationship and mm-hmm. they work together really well, because I think that does come across. I think that you get a sense of, like, comfort, I suppose. Yeah. That yeah. they feel, he feels very comfortable in this yeah. movie, I think. He seems, like he he seems feels, relaxed. Like, he seems yeah. like
0: he's just, yeah. And he's not like, if he took this movie too seriously, yeah, it then, might be a bit. Yeah. yeah, but he seems comfortable enough to be like, "Oh, we can have a bit of fun with this." Like, mm, um, mm. and
1: I do think yeah, that absolutely. that's part of the
0: reason why, like, his best films are by far the ones with the best directors. Like, hmm. the fact that The Irishman is the first good movie he's made in years <laughs> is because Scorsese gets great performances out of people because hmm. he's a great director. Like, and and the directors he's worked with before that, like, I mean, probably the best. When he's worked with in the last twenty years, it's like Barry Levinson, who's like not that great of a director, like he's fine, mm-hmm. but like you know, yeah.
1: Barry Levinson, writer on this movie, right, or uh, involved he? in this movie somehow? Maybe, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think so. Sure, I remember. I'm pretty sure I saw him. In I don't the know who credits. wrote this, Yeah, let me see. I'll check. I'm sure. sure I saw him in here somewhere. Yeah, Barry Levinson wrote this movie. with... Oh, uh, nice. Ken. There you go. Yeah, so there you go.
0: So he's he's known him for a while. Yeah, but there you go. But yeah, I just. Yeah, and like, and then like, even the like '90s movies that he makes that are good are like Heat, The Insider, Like a Man, Yeah, Insomnia. Right, sure. Like Insomnia is okay; it's early Christopher Nolan, so it's kind of iffy. But that's 2000s actually. But you know, like, it is the it is the good directors that can get something great out of him. Yeah, and otherwise, yeah. it's like he's just lost. Like he just clearly just doesn't really know what to do yeah. without that. Um,
1: Which kind of comes back to this like method thing, right? Mm. Like it's like he doesn't, he can't just act like he has Mm. to be fully present in this thing and I suppose Mm. if you have a director who is guiding you with a very specific vision yeah then you can become focused and you can become a performer that fits very naturally into the fabric of something Mm. whereas if you don't then you can't like you know there's it's no good being a method actor on like I don't know whatever like random Two thousands movie he's in that doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It, Danny it's Collins. Like, yeah, exactly. I like yeah, I, like, contractual Danny Collins <laughs> mention of this episode. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, there's no point being a method actor and Danny Collins because like no. nobody gives a shit, right? Yeah. Like, and if, think and, about if yeah, and if no
0: one around you is bringing the same intensity that you're bringing to it, like it is, it it's so clear that that, that film is such a collaborative medium. I mean, obviously, film is a collaborative medium, but like. Yeah it becomes so obvious when you have people who are otherwise very strong with people who don't know what they're doing and it just turns yeah. out like nonsense. And I mean, yeah. I've seen him in interviews like recently saying like he's got a kind of perverse thing about how now he, he eats a bad movie and he's like, I want to make this like an okay movie. Like just from sheer effort, <laughs> oh, I'm going to make this an okay right.
1: movie. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. no, no. You can't do that, man. <laughs> like nobody when- can do that.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna choose the bad takes like even just the basic stuff like that like you can do like yeah. five takes and one of them is actually good and they're gonna choose the wrong one like you yeah, know like it's just right? even just all like... they or there won't be takes to choose exactly like, exactly Ugh, you yeah. you put so much of it especially when with a film in comparison to a play like you put so much um trust in the people around you to make good decisions with your performance yeah. like because all you yeah. can do is like show up and like do some stuff and like you have to trust them to in the end be like oh this this version is the best one with like this angle, whatever it is. Like, but there are—I mean, there are actors who are just like kind of just charming in everything.
1: But I don't—I don't know that that. I guess so. But that yeah. sort of charm is a very different thing. Though, exactly. Yeah. It? Like, what it takes to be charming in front of a camera is not necessarily what it takes to be a good actor. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. there are people who I think are charming in movies, but like whether or not I think they could carry like a, a Godfather is like yeah. an entirely different. Yeah. Situation, you know, it's yeah, it's it's really. Co- I'm really glad that we had this kind of dissection. Yeah, in this, I suppose, because it's like a movie that I don't think it's not. You know, I think it has like a lot going on in mm. terms of. You know, it obviously has a lot going on, but I like that it's you know kind of really provided this way to kind of talk about the way that his actual kind of work as an actor, like Mm. the acting part of it Mm. really affects this movie, even though it kind of doesn't seem like there's an awful lot going on in terms of his performance, with the exception of you know, him saying, you know famously saying that this whole damn courtroom's out of order, like that's (laughs) sort of it, right? Like that's the big acting moment in the movie, everything else is quite small, although there was one thing that I picked up on that with like all the method stuff in mind that I thought was really funny, was that when he's like, like, he's like in bed with the investigator lady that he's like seeing and they're talking about like what he's saying during sex. And he's like, no, no, I wasn't saying I was saying, oh, God. And then when he's in the helicopter, he keeps saying, oh, God, when they're crashing. And I was like, that's funny. That's <laughs> that's a choice, Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great i thought that was funny that's yeah that's the only like significant acting note I yeah see. that seems so good like, i that's I, a compelling yeah. choice yeah. the helicopter scene. yeah
0: i mean it's it's like crazy but like i think that he's
1: he's, just so, it. he's just, just so panicked
0: in it it's so funny and like and like once they, and once they crash he's just lying there like i'm gonna i'm he's gonna like, like knock everything over if I actually imitate it, but like he's like, like completely like lying back in the thing. He's just like, oh, God.
1: Yeah, his Like head is like fully kind of like he's like splayed at the back of this helicopter. Oh, oh my god! What a silly movie! What, what a, a silly, silly movie. movie! Jack, do you have any final Grey? thoughts? Jack? Yeah. That's my three. final thought. <laughs> Good. Agreed.
0: No, I don't know what. What do I? What are my final thoughts? I do think. I think that as much as we've like. I mean, we've already said this as much as we've like complained about it. Is a really fun movie, and yeah. that the it has a lot of like great bits in it, but it's mostly just bits, which is the problem yeah. with it. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and and the, this is kind of yeah. Next week is cruising, which is going to
1: be a big boy. Yay. So and Francis, so Francis first guest. To watch cruising, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. After weeks of talking about Francis with an I, we are now yes. going to talk about Francis with an E. Yeah, friend, friend of Francis. The show. Frances is coming on to talk to us about cruising and about cruising. So yes, yeah. Can't wait! I'm truly so excited both to see this movie and to have a discussion with her because I'm sure I know we'll have. it's going to be interesting great. things to say as she always does. Yeah, but I guess we're gonna, that's we're gonna yeah. talk talk. Yeah, like eighties <laughs> gay culture.
0: I do. Th- um, I did think about wait. no. I don't know. But I when did so I was thinking about the reaction to to Ralph's character in this. Mm-hmm. And that, like, thinking about it in relation to... Because I just listened to an episode of Blank Check where they were, like, praising the treatment of Chris Sarandon's character in Dog the Afternoon, which oh, I think sure. still is kind of a little bit of an iffy like, way of treating it, but mm. probably better than this movie. Um, and, like, wondering if the AIDS crisis had happened by this point or started to happen by this point, which I think it did, it had, right? Like, this was kind of... Late 70s? Late yeah. 70s, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking about that in terms of, like, the, the difference in... The way people treat.
1: Oh, that's true. That's these interesting. Characters. Yeah. Not that that's in any way part of the movie, but just something I was thinking about. Yeah, that's a thing that would have been interesting had it been yeah. brought up in this movie. But it maybe is. we should maybe we should remake Unjustice for All*. <laughs> Unjustice for All* on like HBO. But we need like... to make we need to make two of them. We need to make like the yeah. twenty minute sitcom version and the yeah. hour long prestige drama version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get well, al back it'll be great um yeah he'll have even huger hair than before somehow like every episode his hair will just get a little bit bigger
0: and you're like, like just where little... is this coming from
1: like <laughs> the glasses get smaller the hair gets bigger
0: <laughs> great
1: great perfect do you perfect.
0: have any final
1: what thoughts you know, i think that's it really like yeah. i said you know just like big hair that's my final thought His hair is so big. I want to touch it. I want to touch Yabba. (laughs) The texture is something you'd like to explore. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)